Romance is in the air. Literally, we're airing about romance on this episode of Inverse. Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse. Hi, everyone. My name's Justin. You're watching Inverse. We're in the studio here with my friends, and you're watching Inverse, a Bible study TV show uh, for young adults and for those of you who are young at heart. And on this special episode, we're looking at romance. We're looking at dating. So for those of you who are young adults and single, you want to pay attention. For those of you who are not, you want to pay attention nonetheless. You can give this wisdom to the next generation or whoever may be uh, single and, and needing this kind of information. So we're going to go to Genesis chapter 2. Genesis chapter 2. And Jonathan, can you pray for us? Yes, let's bow our heads. Father in heaven, we just give you praise uh, for another opportunity to dig in the word of God. We pray that you will reveal to us things that we have not seen before and that you will give us an opportunity to grow in our relationship with you and with each other. This we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Israel, can you go to Genesis chapter 2? And for those of you out there, please take out your Bibles, whether it's a book format or a digital format, and read with us. And if you have opportunity, go to inversebible.org. There you'll find the entire uh, Bible study guide series where we actually talk about God's uh, will for this quarter and uh, other, other topics as well. Let's go to Genesis chapter 2, verse 15 through 25. Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat, for in the day that you, that you eat of it you shall surely die. And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make a helper comparable to him. Out of the ground of the Lord, out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air, and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that was its name. So Adam gave names to all the cattle, to all the birds of the air, to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper comparable to him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from the man, he made into a woman, and he brought her to man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man. Therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother, and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Okay. Well, most likely we read this chapter many times for those of us who are trying to read the Bible through. And we love Genesis. Genesis 1 through 3 is a wonderful introduction through Scripture. Now, Siku in chapter 2, uh, what are some principles that we see here regarding God's will for all of us uh, that we find in the text? Principles? God, well, for one oh, thing, yes. <laughs> God wills that we have companionship. Yeah. Um, you see that because when God created, it says he created Adam first, mm -hmm. and then he puts him in the garden and he gives him a work to do. Mm -hmm. Now, God already knew that Adam needed companionship, but he puts Adam in the garden and he gives him something to do for Adam to realize mm -hmm. his own need. And then when Adam says, whoa, everybody else has a companion that is comparable to them except for me, and then God goes and he meets that need. So the first thing in terms of God's will for us as humanity is that he sees that we need companionship. Mm -hmm. Let's start there. Let's go to verse 18. And the Lord God said, it is not good 
that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Uh, we see throughout the Genesis 1 that the good, 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 very good, 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 good. This is a very uh, repetitive phrase or repetitive yeah. word. Uh, but in verse 18 of chapter 2, it says it is not good. Mm-hmm. And here, Adam experiences loneliness. Mm-hmm. And this is something perhaps we should maybe spend some time about. Uh, many single people, many young adults, many of that generation or youth mm-hmm. feel alone. Uh, latest statistics say that perhaps maybe even one third of the population mm-hmm. feels alone, but they're not. They're not. They can't express it or can't say it. Why? Why can't this generation uh, deal with loneliness or mm-hmm. say it or articulate it or, or whatnot? Why do you think that is, uh, John? You know, I mean, in this generation, uh, one of the big uh, things of this time is technology, and so technology makes. Uh, gives you the illusion of being able to have relationships with a lot of people mm. very quickly, very easily. Mm. And uh, thank God for technology. We have a lot of blessings through it. I mean, uh, without it, no one would be even watching us right now. <laughs> but um, it is it is hard to to replace a, a, a relationship that happens in person. Um, you know, with technology, you can do only go so far. You can only say so much. You can only experience so much. Mm-hmm. And um, because we are generally people who, you know, we, we, we enjoy comfort, we enjoy not having to invest too much and still want the most result, we, we go to social media and we think, oh, we can have relationships online and connections. Mm-hmm. But it really does not fill the, the void that's in the heart f- that God has created us to have, like that social connection mm-hmm. uh, that we need one-on-one. So technology, I think, is one of the big reasons why we, a lot of people struggle with that yeah. today. Yeah, yeah. From, yeah, yeah. from a different angle, with the same thing from a different angle is that we, we live in a superstar generation, mm. right? With Instagram, with YouTube, you can, be, you can be a superstar in like 10 seconds, right? If you look good or if you have a specific talent, you can get on online and all of a sudden draw all sorts of people to you. Mm-hmm. And I think what that's done is that it's created a filter between the individual and the, their social circles around them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you ever saw that picture that, that's that been kind of going on. That picture uh, on the Internet. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I saw that picture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're messing around? Yeah, messing around. Right. Yeah. Right. Of the so, apple? Yeah, there's a picture of an apple. Yeah, the company called Apple, I know. Yeah, this is a, the fruit. There's a fruit called Apple, too. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. And so, um, and, and, and the picture is of an apple that has a mirror in front of mm-hmm. it. Okay. And, it, and it, it's a perfect apple. But from behind the scenes, you can see that the apple has been bitten into. Oh, okay. And so the, the, the society that we live in, the picture is basically portraying that we, we always put our best face forward. Mm-hmm. And so that, that, that prevents us from establishing real relationships, right? Mm-hmm. No one wants to be in a relationship with someone like, oh, their marriage is perfect. And so, oh, their their uh, kids are perfect. Mm. Oh, they're perfect. They get perfect grades. Mm. They're you know perfect. They look perfect. And and we live in that kind of a generation where you know people are taking pictures of themselves waking up, but they but they look perfect, right? Mm. <laughs> and um, or they're taking a picture of themselves eating, and they eat perfectly, mm-hmm. right? And so I think that prevents us from establishing relationships. And an effort to be perfect we actually separate ourselves into loneliness. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another reason why. I think why. it's even more, sophi- it goes one step further. It's, it's gotten so sophisticated yes. that, hey, we want vulnerability. We want authentic. We want real. So mm-hmm. let's be perfect in a real way. So yeah. let my hair be messy, but each one is <laughs> placed perfectly, perfectly in a messy way or mm-hmm. someone's, you know, revealing their inner, inner whatever is in a, in a controlled, mm-hmm. raw way, but in a artificial perfect way, if that's right. Sense. It's gotten sophisticated to that level. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it's, it's because relationships are messy, mm-hmm. like in a real kind of messy way. And 
and putting yourself in when, whenever you enter into a relationship you have to be ready to be hurt mm -hmm. because once you're vulnerable in a sinful world hurt there's going to be some kind of pain that comes with it um and we 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 don't like pain nobody yeah. nobody really embraces pain like ah oh, bring it on you know it's mm -hmm. it's really we want to insulate ourselves against that mm -hmm. and like Jonathan was saying, if there's a way that I can kind of do it, you know, do the relationship thing, but protecting myself, like keeping my walls up yeah. and yet kind of peeking over to connect at the mm -hmm. same time because yeah. we don't want to get hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We also live in an incredibly fast-paced world. Yeah. So everything is going so fast, 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 and we have so much to do that we are, we don't really have time to invest in quality relationships. Mm -hmm. It almost seems like a waste of time to hang out for more than, a, you know, maybe a cup of something or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so um, I, I believe that, uh, that the, this fast-paced world mm -hmm. is robbing us of opportunities to build quality connections with people. Mm -hmm. I know that from my own life. Uh, it's just like, oh, I feel like I'm constantly, I have to do something else and, all right, I'll spend a little bit of time here, but no, I have to go to the next thing. So. Yeah. And it, it takes away the opportunity to just build relationships because relationships take time. Yeah. It is a process. Yeah. You cannot just yeah. run yeah. through yeah. it. I just wanted to say, too, though, that it's not a bad thing for people to realize that they are alone or lonely. Mm -hmm. Because before God brought Adam companionship, he had that realization. Mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily a negative thing to realize that, man, I need companionship. That's mm -hmm. actually a positive thing. It's in the right direction of God being able to supply that need. Mm -hmm. Well, that's my next question. I was going to ask, how, how does the Bible, especially this chapter, address mm -hmm. this problem that we have? And it's this lonely time or this, this, this solitude time that we need mm -hmm. with God mm -hmm. that really is the solution. Uh, I love Jonathan's comment that relations, inherent part of relationship is time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember, you know, any relationship needs needs time, mm -hmm. needs even years. Right. And even in romantic relationships, there's time, even even awkward time. You know, and when you're first meeting, there's awkward silence. But our generation has a hard time tolerating it. And the, 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 inst the, the minute there's some awkwardness, people, you know, you say the word awkward, and it gets, it gets even more awkward, really. And, and, and it, it's just, well, this isn't for me, and we don't want to get hurt, there's embarrassment, and we just kind of want to retreat. Mm -hmm. But there needs to some, some level of security to engage in that awkwardness and be, still be okay. And so how do we get that security? Mm. Well, there's, uh, there, there's something that, because Siegel moved a little too fast. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, wanted, I, wanted to, I think there's something that needs to be shared as well yep. in terms of why there's broken relationships or why we don't have relationships. And that's the, the addiction. You know, we haven't talked about the mm -hmm. role of addiction and its mm -hmm. impact on relationships. Mm -hmm. We live in a time now where all of us can be sitting around a table and we're communicating through social media. Yeah. We're communicating through text. And the reason why we're doing that is because we've become addicted to social media, right? Mm -hmm. We've become addicted to our technology. No matter where you go around the world, it's, there's, there's addiction to technology, right? Yes. And so I think addictions, whether they're, they're uh, media addictions or any other kind of addictions, alcohol, drug usage, or addiction to sex, this has prevented relationships from being from us it has Resting, prevented us from being able to develop yes. mm -hmm. from, from being able to develop relationships what what is key here in the passage uh, to tie into what Siegel was saying is that it's talking about God creating someone that's comparable mm -hmm. to Adam mm -hmm. and a person that's comparable is a person that can relate or an, a creature that's comparable it's a creature that can relate to the experience that you have and so I'm not a perfect individual, right? I, I know I look perfect and everything, but, you know, I'm, yeah. but that's the yeah, yeah. Next episode, we have Judy Ramos on, on the show. Yeah. And so it's like, um, you know, I'm not a perfect individual, and 
and really the worst kind of relationship that I could be in, it's in a relationship with a perfect individual, mm -hmm. right? And so it, th there would be too much tension there. And that relationship does exist between us and God. But God knew that that would not be enough. Even in a perfect world where mm -hmm. Adam was perfect, he was still far from reaching God's sure. ideal. Mm -hmm. And so what God does is he says, I'm going to give someone to you that's comparable, that you can relate to, that you can mm -hmm. journey through life with, that's going to have ups and downs just like, mm -hmm. just like you have them. Mm -hmm. Man, like, mm -hmm. it's making me wonder, you know, even with Jesus coming, in our relationship with God, when, G when God relates to us, he puts a mediator who is Christ who goes through the same experiences so that we can be able to relate, mm -hmm. you know, to God, mm -hmm. you know, through the person of Christ. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What I love is that the Adam spent alone time with God mm -hmm. and also uh, Eve spent alone time with God while Adam was sleeping. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's this alone time that we get strength from and it, it allows us to engage into our relationships. When we come back after the break, we're going to look at now romantic relationships and dating. We laid the ground on generic relationships. Now, what are the principles from this chapter in the Bible about our significant others? Stay with us. Has Inverse been a blessing to you? Do you have questions, comments, or feedback you'd like to leave us? Find us on social media by searching Inverse Bible on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. While there, join us, like us, heart us, thumbs up us. Our handle again is Inverse Bible, no spaces. Now, back to the discussion. Hey, welcome back. A lot of you out there are probably wondering, I need to know what are the principles for dating? I'm single and who do I find? And so that's what we're going to talk about right now. Uh, from the Bible, uh, what are some principles? I know for some of you it's been a long, somebody, like decades since you've been, <laughs> been, been dating. Uh, but what are principles from the scripture? I know, I mean, there is the superficial stuff, someone who you're attracted to, or someone who's healthy, a human being. Those are These are basic <laughs> principles that you want to look for in, in dating. But from scripture... And specifically from, from this chapter, uh, what are some principles you can look for uh, in our significant other? Or Could I start with the yeah. one that you ended with actually before our break was that time with God. Mm. That mm. both Adam and Eve had alone time with God. You mm -hmm. know, um, And it's not just that a man needs to be connected to God, but the woman, she was created after Adam, but God made sure that he had time with her and he's the one who brought her yes. to Adam. Yeah. So just having that connection with God individually, that that's irreplaceable. Yeah. First thing. Yeah, I would say in our 20s, maybe one of the loneliest uh, decades uh, for some of us, we need to embrace this solitude right. time. Yeah, it's painful. Yeah, there's, but you learn to, you learn who you are, you learn where you're going, mm -hmm. and specifically your time with God. And, and if that loneliness is, is dissipated through our devotional life, yeah. that really prepares us for the next stage mm -hmm. of, of marriage that's, and whatever. I was just, uh, I listened to a podcast the other day, and they were, this was in a secular uh, concept they were talking about the the importance of loneliness mm. especially in your early 20s this is the loneliest he said the loneliest time yeah. of your life and for many yes. and so to embrace loneliness in that time yeah. and to embrace the fact that um this is a time see this as something positive you're finding yourself and all those things you know but in a spiritual context you are finding god as you said the first thing that adam saw was god the first thing that eve saw was god and then they, he brought the two together. Mm -hmm. uh, thanks, Israel, for that. You, you preached it at my wedding. That, exactly yeah, that point. You're probably going to make that point right now. Well, so I, well, I was. I'm going to hand it over to you right now. <laughs> I was. Well, you took that. Uh, no, yeah. There's a there's a beautiful imagery. There's a beautiful imagery in 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 the book of Genesis where God is literally handling mm. Adam and Eve, and and I think that it, it it paints a good picture for what God wants to do with us, right? Uh, Adam and Eve are literally formed by the hands of God yeah. 
and and they're beautiful creatures when he's done forming them, mm. but they're still lifeless, mm. right? And we can marry the most beautiful person in the world, but that individual can be lifeless mm. unless God has literally inserted himself into that person. Mm. Profound. And so Adam is a beautiful creature. Eve is, I mean, Eve is the most beautiful of all creations, mm. right? Mm -hmm. And it was designed to be that way, but they're still dead, right? And it is until God gives what he has in himself mm. and inserts it into that lifeless form that the two are able to even meet together. Mm. And so uh, when it comes to our human relationships with each other, we have this beautiful imagery of allowing God to, to, to handle us, allowing God to mold us into his character, mm. and most importantly, allowing the life of God to be in me and to be in the spouse that I'm marrying. Mm. Why? Because in a marriage relationship, if, if, if God is absent... If God is absent in the marriage relationship, no matter how talented or beautiful or whatever uh, these two individuals are, the marriage cannot work. There needs to yeah. be the foundation There's of nothing God. Nothing keeping them together, nothing sustaining them. Right. No commonality. Exactly. No blood. Yeah. yeah. And and just to speak about what comes in, we've, we've kind of covered it in previous episodes, but what comes through that time with God is developing your own personal sense of identity mm -hmm. and what your personal mission is in life. Mm -hmm. And this is another principle, you know, for finding somebody. Mm -hmm. Before even finding somebody, you need to find, find yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah, right? No, for like, sure. So this harkens back to episode four and five of knowing your identity, which puts your mission. Yeah, I'm sorry mm -hmm. to interrupt, but that's a... Clear, con uh, clear connection. Right, and so, so God, when he's, when he's with Adam, he gives Adam a work to do mm -hmm. before he brings Eve into the picture. Mm. So God needs to give us an individual work to do. And I wish I was privy to the conversation he had with Eve because, you know, that's the woman's side, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, you know, I'm sure he gave, they had their conversation, right? And, and, and maybe that's important that other people may not hear the conversation you had with God that's between you and him, but you mm -hmm. need to know who you are and what God has called you to do in your work mm -hmm. before you're getting into a relationship with somebody else because mm -hmm. you'll lose yourself otherwise. Yeah, let's go to verse 20, uh, verse 20 of chapter 2. Adam gave names to cattle, birds, and beasts of the field, but for Adam there was not found a helper comparable to him. Mm -hmm. So here he realized there was a mission for him. He had a task, mm -hmm. but he was almost incomplete in who he was in, in his identity mm -hmm. and in accomplishing the mission, mission. So he felt the need for, which the need set up his, mm -hmm. his parameters to find his uh, not find, but uh, to be compatible or to connect with, mm -hmm. with, with, with Eve. So this, the principle is, if we know who we are, if we know what our mission is, mm -hmm. then we know who we need to, to, accomplish, to, that to accomplish that mission together. Yeah. Yeah. But then God will bring someone to help us accomplish that. Yes, 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 yes. Mm -hmm. I think uh, uh, what is important, not just from Genesis, but uh, as a whole message from the Bible, is the, the importance that relationships, romantic relationships, the point of it, the, the goal is marriage. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we don't have, uh, this is, you know, we, God is not portraying to us uh, a way where we just, you know, jump from one person to the other and just have romantic here, romantic there. God has clearly designed a relationship between man and woman to be a beautiful representation of who he is. We, we read it here in verse t um, 24. Therefore a, man, therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. We see that Jesus is also pro-marriage. We, we see that God yes. wants individuals who come together, a man and woman, to be united and, uh, in marriage and uh, to have, have an experience in that relationship that glorifies God. So the point of dating, the point of courtship, whatever you want to call it, 
uh, the, the goal must be marriage yes. and not just a casual, hey, you know, we're going to have a good time together. This yes. is the, the po- there's a, a, beautiful, um, a beautiful goal here for us uh, and God lays it out here right in the beginning in Genesis. Yes. The, the expansion of the kingdom of God is central. Having a good time is peripheral. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we do have having a good time is central and just, hey, if anything happens, mm-hmm. that's just the side effect. Mm-hmm. Um, see, Quinn, uh, I just wanted to another principle for, you know, yeah. getting in a relationship yep. is in verse 21 and the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam mm. when Adam when God created Eve for Adam Adam was sleeping so okay. he was resting in God he, uh, okay. he was not processed he wasn't part of the the creating Eve process like that was God's business and he needed to take care of the work that God had given to him and etc and beyond that resting having that a certain level of peace mm-hmm. like in God, in God doing the other part. Mm. And I'm saying this because, you know, um, some sometimes even with the, I need to get in a relationship, I need to get married, da, 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 and that can become the sole focus of your life, right? Restlessness. Restlessness, yeah. right? And unfortunately, in a sinful world, not everyone will find that significant other. Yeah. And if I wasted my entire life looking for someone, looking, 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 mm-hmm. instead of resting in God and understanding and knowing that God has given me a work to do, He knows the needs that I have, yeah. I can rest trusting that God will create the yes. helper comparable to me that he knows I need. Oh, so I, that I rest is really important. Sorry, but I would even add that that God is the one giving that rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so yes, sometimes yes. we have this restlessness and, and, and you can't do it yourself. Like, Lord, give me this rest. And you just mm-hmm. you, you know, hibernate. Hibernate. Lord, wake you up sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Say, wake up, get out of there, there's a, If we can go to chapter 1, verse chapter 27. Chapter 1, verse 27, yes. We find another principle, and that's a principle of spiritual compatibility. Okay. Mm. So it says here, uh, so God created man in his own image. Mm-hmm. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Mm. Now, we typically use this uh, passage to talk about marriages between a man and a woman and so forth. There's, there's another, which is, which is true, there's another principle there that, that talks about the fact that the image of God mm-hmm. is reproduced in or should be reproduced in marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The purpose of marriage is to uh, exemplify the image of God. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so what Adam could not do by himself right? Uh, what Adam could not do by himself, he needed Eve to help him in, in being able to portray the image of God. Yeah. And so spiritual compatibility is significant and it's often overlooked. Mm-hmm. But you know, one of the reasons, one of the three main reasons why people get divorced outside of money and sex is religion, right? There's, there's different trajectories in terms of how we want the image of God to be reproduced. Mm. And so we have to understand and remember that if the purpose in life, if my purpose in life is to reflect the image of God, Mm. my purpose in marriage must also be to further reflect the image of God. Mm. And I have to find someone that's going to be spiritually compatible with where I am in my relationship. Oftentimes we have uh, a young lady or young man that's going to uh, that, that wants to be uh, engaged or, or dating or marrying someone for like missional reasons, right? Mm-hmm. I want to convert this individual to the gospel, mm-hmm. so I'm going to marry them. That's like the worst decision you can make in your life, yeah, right? Can you repeat it one more time? Yeah, the worst decision you can make in your life is to marry someone for the sake sure of mission. Flirt to convert. <laughs> yeah, flirt to flirt convert. Flirt to convert. Is, that's how they Man, say it in Europe. Yeah, right. yeah. so phrases, spiritual yeah. compatibility, the purpose of marriage should always be to reflect the image of God. Mm-hmm. Amen. I want to I just emphasize right. that. It's so important uh, to keep that in mind. And once you enter into a relationship like that with the understanding that this is to glorify God yes. and that in that love relationship there is a reflection of, of who God is, 
it completely elevates your entire experience. Mm. It doesn't. It doesn't just stay horizontal. It goes vertical. vertical. It's like mm. it's a beautiful experience mm -hmm. that we mm -hmm. can have. So we've been talking about marriage, and, and some people are like, "Man, this is awesome." They're taking notes, but there's some people out there who are like, "Enough with the marriage thing, man. Do I have to get married? I've been looking for a hundred years. I've been looking for whatever, whatever, whatever." And I, uh, so let's go to Matthew chapter 19. Mm. And there's this weird verse that Jesus speaks about. Uh, no, there's a weird, there's, Jesus has this weird uh, cryptic almost uh, saying, and mm -hmm. uh, you may help us out in, in elucidating. Matthew 19, <clears throat> Matthew 19, verse 12. Mm. Verse 12, and Jonathan, can you read it? Sure. For there are eunuchs who were born thus from their mother's womb, and there are eunuchs who were made eunuchs by men, and there are eunuchs who have made themselves eunuchs for the kingdom of heaven's sake. He who is able to accept it, let him accept it. Okay, so the questions are, I mean, first question, what is this verse saying? Number question two is, is marriage the mm. end goal for salvation? Mm. That is the, uh, the next topic yeah. I'd like to. Well, the answer to the second one is that, no, according to the verse, is trying to say no. marriage is not the mm. end game to salvation. It's talking about different kinds of eunuchs, which Jonathan wants to talk about. Okay. Yeah. Do I? Okay. Well, you were, well I, I, was you were you. I was, I was very excited. I was just going to... You're a theologian. All right. Yeah. I was just going to... You were asking, what does it say here? Well, there's three options that Jesus gives here. Says three options. There, there's eunuchs who are born... Singles. For single people. For singles. Yes. Those who are born uh, uh, thus from their mother's womb. So um, they are... That, that's just their, their nature. Uh, so they, are, they have a, a preposition... Well, just to rewind, we're talking about eunuchs, okay? Yes. So these are not, uh, what, what is a eunuch? And, 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 and because we can get into some weird <laughs> weird people out there. Uh, well, people who remain uh, single, single for a certain purpose. Celibate, celibate yes, people. Celibate, okay, yes. yeah, okay, mm -hmm. all right, keep going. And there are eunuchs who were made eunuchs by men. Uh, you see that a lot in the Old Testament. <laughs> but these are... Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, there's this... Israel's having a great time here. Uh, this is just a situation uh, uh, that maybe wasn't their choice. Yes. And then there's those who have made themselves eunuchs for the kingdom of heaven's sake. So they, they make the decision that I'm going to remain celibate for, for in order to further God's mission. Okay, so one is biological. Yes. Second is, is, is circumstantial. circumstantial, environmental, mm -hmm. uh, by, 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 ch by chance. Mm -hmm. And lastly is by choice. Yes. So what comfort does this give to, to single people? Explain this yeah, for that, Well, we're, we're in a, we live in a society where we're driven by sexuality. Mm. And as a matter of fact, in many situations, people want to get married because they want to have a sexual life, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But what Jesus is saying here is that the, the, the mission in life is not to be uh, sexually fulfilled and happy. Mm -hmm. That's not why we've been created. We've not been created for the purpose of procreation or for the purpose of enjoying life. There's a far more significant... Uh, an important uh, goal in life, and that is to expand the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. And so Jesus was among those individuals who decided not to get married mm -hmm. to expand the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and, and so was Paul, though he was married early in his life, decided to not remarry but to remain mm -hmm. single mm -hmm. for the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. On that note, for those of you out there who are single, calibrate your lives for the kingdom of God. And for those of you who are married out there, may, you, may the couples calibrate both your lives and your families for the kingdom of God. That's our prayer here in the studio. Hopefully that's yours. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week here on Inverse. You've been listening to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation with Callie Williams, Israel Ramos, Jonathan Walter, Sebastian Braxton, Siku Dako, and your host, Justin Kim. Inverse is brought to you by the Hope Channel, television that changes lives. For this and more inspiring episodes, 
visit inverse.hopetv.org. Find us on social media, hashtag Inverse Bible. Until next time, this is Inverse.